Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Just two sexy boys, sexy boys. It's the Luke and Pete show. It is Thursday, the sixteenth of February. My name is Pete Donaldson. Uh, I nearly said my name is Luke Moore. There, what's going on? You did that in the ramble. You nearly said Pete Donaldson. I did. My name's Brusher Mills, the snake catcher. Whoa! Yeah. Is that the guy who lived in a, a national park and caught snakes for money? Yeah, yeah. It's cool, right? It's not bad. I would just need to know. He seemed to be a man. You sent me um, a link last night, and I very much enjoyed the story. And it's kind of just basically a man who. Shall I read the story? Yeah, go on. Okay, right. Well, hello, everyone. Anyway, hello, I, hi. I, I wanted hi. to say hey. I don't want to you know, bombard people with some absolute top-level premium content straight out the gate. Mm. Sometimes I think pe- people need to be eased into it. They do, yeah. Settle in. Like when you go to a nice restaurant, mm. they don't just say, bang, main course. Yeah, I think I think that's a, a hitting people with content. Just a really good way to get a UTI this yeah. early. It's yeah. just kind of like, oh, yeah. fuck, it yeah. burns. Yeah. I need to be eased into the bath. And take a piss afterwards. Take a piss afterwards, yeah, exactly. Um, so the, the, con- the content based around Brusher Mills is, uh, is as follows. Um, this is from the New Forest National Parks website. Uh, don't ask why I was on it. I can't remember. Mm. Um, but it's a guy called Brusher Mills who lived from 1840 to 1905 um, and um, grew up in the village of Emery Down and worked as a labourer. But in his 40s, he moved into an old charcoal burner's hut in the woodlands near Brockenhurst and took up catching snakes for a living. So armed with a forked stick and a sack, he set about ridding local properties of grass snakes and adders. Uh, he sent some to London Zoo as food for the birds of prey and used others to make ointments to treat snake bites and other ailments. It was thought that he caught around 30,000 snakes during his 18 years as a snake catcher. <laughs> These days, he would have to choose a different professional path because all uh, the New Forest reptiles are of course got um, are under special protection these days. Right, um, but he was given the brush and nickname because he used to sweep the cricket pitch at Balmer Lawn between innings whenever a, ma- a ma- match was played. A simple man who loved a simple life. He lived contentedly, Pete, in his mud hut in the New Forest, uh, apart from a spell in the workhouse because he caught the flu. <laughs> um, which they don't go into detail on. I, 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 that's yeah, the last person you want to put someone with flu, isn't it? Yeah, I always forget what the deal was with workhouses and free um, medicine. I think it was something to do with the work if you wanted the medicine. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm probably wrong on that one. Look but... at the, uh, the latest Tory manifesto, you'd probably see. It. <laughs> um, it, so Brusher was a popular like character snakes in, there. In, <laughs> in Brockenhurst who regularly enjoyed a drink at the Railway Inn, which is now named the Snake Catcher in his honour. Mm. I'm sure it's a lovely pub. 
the snake catcher in Brockenhurst. Uh, and he was a popular lo- tourist attraction at the local fairs. He was distraught, though, towards the end of his life because his hut was vandalised and he was left homeless. Um, and then he ended up living in an outbuilding at his favourite hostelry. Yeah, and died nice. died not long afterwards. And the reason living not, in an outbuilding in a hostelry—that's lovely stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, it? Mr. Pete Donaldson. <laughs> but I, I, the reason I wanted to bring that to the table is a fascinating story about a guy who you know of, of a time that's no longer with us. Um, you know, those days are gone now. Mm. Um, you know, the late nineteenth century. Um, but he had the same weirdly just had the same energy as you, like a nineteenth century energy, Pete Donaldson. I can definitely see yourself if see you in the in the nineteenth century being a bit of a kind of roused about type itinerant type schemer if you know what i mean yeah i'm not saying it'd be snake catching I mean, it could be a, i think it'd be need to be something a bit more technically technologically advanced but what would it be for that period about, what, it'd yeah. be steampunk spinning jenny uh, obsessive <laughs> talks about him he doesn't own one talks what? about it oh, a lot what pete what the guy with the cotton gin <laughs> could be that couldn't it yeah. could be that i think it's a lovely idea just sort of a man who uh, in your words cuts about um but it's. I mean, it's a lonely life, isn't it? And you, you, and and it sounds like he had a great time uh, on the land. And, and apparently, like as I said, like I mean, his his, his house got vandalized. Yeah. So like, just kids, though, isn't it? It's just is it kids? But then they said that it might be, have been somebody who owned the land that didn't want him to have squatters' rights when squatters' oh. rights came in. Oh, so basically, he'd been there so long. Yeah. They were like, get rid of him. Yeah. But he's a simple man. He only needs a little bit of land. And, and like, he, he lived in a, what sounds like a little shed in a, on, in a pub. Well, the Victorian briefly. era was obviously a very harsh era, but you'd have to have a mm. very hard heart indeed to deny Brusher Mills his hut. Yeah. His Victorian mud Just hut. let, <laughs> just <laughs> let him have a little mud hut for so crying you, out loud. It's only grand designs, is it? No, it's not. And you, you read, television wouldn't have become him for a very long time after that. But you, no. you, you, you read that biog there and you think that sounds like a pretty nice life sweeping the cricket lawn mm. catching the snakes knocking about in nature my question to you though is in reality is that a good life would that be nice well it's just nice that he reinvented himself in his 40s there's hope for all of us true actually there's some there's some so if you do a pivot yeah. now get yourself down to the new forest well I can't, I, there's snakes on two tree island in uh, essex near where i live what kind of snakes do you know uh, i think it might be adders you know um adders are the ones that you know no, uh, i don't know actually i think it might be adders isn't it is it they're poisonous aren't they well you get adders in epping forest yeah yeah, and, yeah i and, think, and, I think and they're, uh, they're, yeah, I think they're they're um they're venomous actually peter but i know what you meant okay right, um, and and um adders yes there has been an increased sightings of adders around Leon Sea. Uh, this adder was spotted at the bottom of Lee Steps in the Brilton Hills Nature Reserve. Uh, they are it's just cut, cutting about. That's really, that's really near my house. So they are, or not. So they are, <laughs> so they are, they are venomous. They're not the only snakes living around there. Yeah. They're not, they're not, they are venomous, but to the point of where I think if you got bitten by one, you'd probably be okay. Okay. Like, I think it's a small charge or an elderly person doesn't get medical attention quickly enough. Right. That's, we're not talking about, you know, black mamba stuff here. No. We're not talking about high levels of neurotoxins. But can't you sort of but can't you survive every bite if you get seen quickly enough? I think there are some that it's spiders and snakes that it's it's, it's pretty much curtains. Because apparently the because um, apparently in the UK there are people with venom, and I've probably spoken about this before. So it's an interesting little quirk. They they they've got anti venom uh, in certain sites around the UK, but they are 25 miles away from different parts of the country so that they can be served very quickly. Oh, nice. So you nice. go, Dave, it's been an adder bite. Here, we, need a, we, need a, we need some of the anti, anti-venom anti for the adder to turn up. But if, um, I think there are some, I, th- I think it's the black mamba, forgive me if this is wrong, but I think the black mamba is a very potent neurotoxin. Nightclub. Where I think, <laughs> I think the only, yeah, I think the only way you can get through it 
Is Dance you, it off. Is if you get to a ventilator quick enough and wait for it to wear off. Right. So there hasn't been there hasn't been a developed anti venom for it. So your lung just your lung just go nah. Well, there was there was a story. Of, nah, I mate. Think, I think I mentioned it on the show many years ago. But there was a story of a guy who essentially had a version of locked in syndrome because he got bitten by a black member. Right. But he was still conscious. Yeah. Um. Sounds like a lot of fun. He could hear his family debating whether to turn his life support machine off or not. Ugh. And they didn't. They didn't. Right. Yeah, he was fine. He worked, yeah. his, worked his way through it. But I mean, that's kind of what you're dealing with. I don't think you're getting that from an adder in Leon C. No. What about that? Um, uh, what about the snake that they that Jake the Snake got to bite Macho Man Randy Savage uh, with? <laughs> yeah, it so was really well, horrible. So Jake the Snake must have got bitten a load of times. Over the years, I guess so. Yeah, he wasn't. A, he wasn't. He was banned from having snakes for quite a while. Yeah, and right when he so. lived in St Albans, I just don't give an alcoholic a snake. First of all, what are you doing in St Albans? Secondly, <laughs> if, if you involve, if it involves putting a snake in a sack mm. and chucking him into the middle of a wrestling ring in front of sixty thousand people, mm. that snake should not be there. No, I see so much of that on Instagram now. I don't think people fully appreciate what they're putting the animals through. Like there's a, there's a load of quirky kind of like cutesy adventurous cat Instagram account. Right. Oh, look at my cat surfing. Yeah, the cat doesn't want to fucking be there. No. If you know anything about... Doesn't want to be in the sea. Cat behaviour. Like me now. Yeah, yeah. well, we'll come on to that in a minute, actually. Um, a cat who's, who's, who's crouching close to the ground, ears flat, tail down, looking terrified, yeah. isn't enjoying your fucking no. surfing trip, mate. No. He's not supposed to be there. So it's not cute, it's fucking cruel, is what Everybody it is. Everybody go surfing, <laughs> surfing with my cat. I'm back on board. If that's the soundtrack, I'm back yeah, on board. Yeah, all right, um, fine. Speaking of you, um, <laughs> uh, you you've presumably recovered from your um, near, Ordeal. near drowning. Yeah. Psychologically, do you feel better about it? or No, no, when I think about it, I don't like it. <laughs> no, because you said that you said the further it gets away from it, the more... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's better, yeah. I can laugh and joke about it. I sent you a video of the of the big waves at the weekend. Yeah, and then refuse to let me share it. It's not put on social media. Yeah. Because Sarah will kill me. Fair enough. Uh, and have you, heard, have you heard from Abraham? Not heard from Abraham. I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I, Is I, he very online or not, not really? I don't know. Well, the woman who, the American lady who said she was praying for me, uh, said that, she, that, uh, that that she's been taking pictures of Abraham all week and sending it to his, to her girlfriends because he's so hot. Right. <laughs> that, what's, how, how's that meant to help you exactly? I don't, well, he, well, he helped me in, in the only way he could. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Actually, yeah. in, the only, in the only language he knew, the, language, the shared yeah, language you had, shouting at me in the sea, the language of life and death. <laughs> um, a lot of people on um, Twitter, on our at Luke and Pete Show uh, Twitter account, um, it kind of resonated with a lot of people. Um, yeah, I've had a massive week for downloads. Yeah, so maybe you should think about you know putting yourself I, in perilous positions. I never know when you sort of see shows that like have like added on a few listeners uh, every week in in the old in the old in the old setup. You do sort of go. Well, they didn't know we were going to talk about that, so yeah. it's almost like it's whether they stick around, isn't it? I think it's when I think it's if something resonates with people, they maybe tell their mates or something. Oh, you reckon? Yeah, okay. I think it's going to do that. Uh. But I, I was also particularly pleased with the the tweet we got from our, our friend Jeff, right? Who I I basically posted a tweet saying um, thanks very much for supporting us, you know, and um, Pete's fine and all the rest of it. Uh, essentially, well, us. <laughs> well, yeah, well. Quite, I guess kind of thinly veiled reference to, you, to your near-death experience, but very much talking about a near-death right. experience. And Jeff replied, with the number of times I've laughed out loud in public listening to you both, I've lost count. Yeah, Well, it's not what we're going for, really, with, a, with, with Pete almost dying. I mean, that that was very much a true story. Yeah, well, they're all true stories. No yeah. lies on this podcast. No, exactly, absolutely mm. not. So you haven't heard from Abraham? I've never heard from Abraham, no. I think never, I'd, love to, never writes. I'd love to do a special with him. Yeah. Would it be cathartic for you? Uh, no, it'd still be upsetting. Look, yeah, it'd still be yeah, upsetting. Catharsis can be upsetting, can't it? <laughs> I guess so, yeah, for a bit. 
Yeah. It's like a, it's like anti venom. It's kind of point for it. If I just had anti venom with no venom inside me, I think I'd, my body would try and re- it wouldn't have a good time. No, definitely not. And and um, <laughs> when we were talking the other day about you being it's like noise cancelling headphones. <laughs> when we were talking the other day about um, you, for some reason we got to a WhatsApp conversation to you and I about you not having any hair on your body. Yeah, and I said that you were like a dolphin, mm. smooth like a dolphin. Mm. I realised that that could have been construed as like a dig, but I didn't mean it as that. Because obviously, you a dolphin, boy, dolphin would never drown, would it? No, I didn't. I didn't even clock that. To be honest, that's the sort of thoughts I have, Luke. You're letting yourself down there. I should be more. You're getting old. Yeah, you're getting old. What do you second guess everything you said? Oh yeah. What what kind of thing? Um, I thought about. Um, uh, uh, I, I think about a lot of stuff. When we were in America, and you were slagging off my trousers that were very very my, my penis oh, was very very visible in, yeah in. I mean and can I just say the way you're framing that is making me sound like a horrific bully you are a horrific bully but those come on they were tighter than I I'd put on a bit of weight and I hadn't I hadn't realised New York had not seen those trousers <laughs> since Studio fucking 54 they let's put that absolutely clear they were very graphic you can basically see the outline of your cock yeah they were very graphic and I just mentioned that no you no you threw a two-day period, you mentioned them every hour. It was your favourite thing to talk about. No, the favourite thing My tight trousers. The favourite thing to talk about was when you were wearing those tight trousers, walking down a road in uh, Manhattan next to a, a, a sex <laughs> worker, <laughs> and essentially you looked both looked like Hugh Grant and Divine Brown. It was so good. That is the best thing you've ever said. Yeah. I laughed for ages. Yeah. Yeah. That was partly trousers, so you enjoyed it. I enjoyed that. Anyway, but yeah. What were you second-guessing no, no, about but so, so, I'd um, hate to think you'd never I... worn them again. That would be awful for me if you'd never worn them since. Um, I wore them for the rest of the time I was in, in America, I think. But yeah, no, I've not worn them ever since. I mean, they are. You must have known too... how tight they were. I did when I put them on. I did was you like, fucking hell? When did you when you bought them? Did you try them on? Yeah, but I was a thinner man then. Oh, okay, right. I've gone to seed, Luke. I oh, know. I respect. You don't understand. I respect the rage and the get the I see all my business. It yeah. was really horrific. But I said, but I said, you. He was mocking me for wearing a suit and and very tight trousers. Mocking his in hot. very hot weather. Yeah. And it was a mistake. It was a mistake. But I wanted to dress nice for the meetings. Uh, and I said, Luke, you have literally told me that on this show that the only reason why you don't wear a suit jacket anymore is because you got a bit more broad, right? And you've not updated your suits. Well, no, let's make it clear. Because I've put on a lot of weight. <laughs> no, but you said it on this show. Yeah. And I said that. And you went, oh, oh, uh, he's rude, isn't he? And I was like, no, you've been all to me all day about my trousers. And then I say one thing back. Yeah, but didn't you say it in the meeting? No, I didn't say it in the meeting. I said it outside uh, the, uh, what do you call that? The Flat Iron Building. Oh, not that you remember. The flat Fuck Iron you know, Building. What time of day was it? 3.54pm? <laughs> but I thought about that for ages. And I, and I was, oh, I'm and sorry I, and to I, hear that. No, but I, I, get upset, I get upset about um, people thinking that I'm awful. Um, but yeah. No, but I, th- I think, to be honest, that, that ship has sailed now, hasn't it? What do you mean? You've been awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are awful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you, I, I find it particularly tough to take that on the right. same day you are showing me videos of you screaming Papa Roach karaoke sessions right. in the middle of the day yeah. and then saying What's... to me, it's not great that people think I'm awful. <laughs> what? Well, don't do it then. Don't do the awful things. There's nothing not awful about screaming Papa Roach karaoke into a, in a small room. Well, I just said we'd, all, we'd exhausted all of the standards and I thought, let's go off the oh. reservation. Okay, what, Let's what, have some Papa Roach. What are the standards for you? I mean, it's just the usual ones, isn't it? Erase your little respect, all those ones, like the ones that like everybody likes. Have you ever and then seen... go, let's fucking shake this up, granddad. Shake this tree. Let's shake this Have tree. Have you ever seen someone earnestly try and do a little respect by erasure? Uh... And, do, and do it. 
I think a little respect is quite good because uh, for for Karakson because um, people with quite high voices. Uh, you should the females in the room can can sing high, the high bit, hmm. uh, and the and, and and the people with deeper voices can sing the can sing it in a lower register. It's perfect. Yeah, I I, I, I yeah. For for me, the karaoke thing is you have to you have to do it as a bit of fun. Right, you can't take it seriously. I don't think so. Mm. We so, should, we should, we should, I think people who do um, raps as their only song is uh, people who disappoint me. Yeah, because they lack the courage to commit to proper karaoke. Exactly. I yeah. know, it's like it's like yeah. it's you like can't the, embarrass yourself. It's like going into uh, you know going on the dance floor, agreeing to go on the dance floor, and then just only ironically busting out a robot. <laughs> like fuck off, <laughs> fucking get involved or don't. Me and Sarah have been having a, a pitched uh, a battle uh, about um, a karaoke choice that she made um, on our last trip to karaoke. Um, was it a jewel you were made for me? Is that you were meant for me? That's I know the that song. One? Yeah. I wouldn't better sing it, but I know. I know yeah. what it is. Yeah. I mean, Sarah very much can sing it. She's a good singer, but she sang it, and I made an offhand comment that said that I just think it brought the mood down a little bit. Yeah, I can see. And, that. I can, and, to be fair, I can see that. Yeah, and and uh, and and it's it's been mentioned about you know three times a week since. Well, she and was obviously proud of her performance. It was a fantastic performance. But you I'm just said saying that. it's you not a karaoke song. That, it's not a karaoke song though. Did you say that was a fantastic performance? But. <laughs> <laughs> the energy's gone out the room. The energy's you've sucked the energy out of the room. I do think there's a time to be said about that. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I think you need to keep uh, Let's I'll, dance, David Boy. Classic. Fine. That, I'd love to see you do yeah. that. I would I'm be quite good at it. I'd probably throw my knickers at you. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't it's my I've got a general rule about boy I'm band. I'm not wearing any, you can see. And that, <laughs> but my boy band rule is right. I'll I'll happily investigate further if I hear a boy band that got a pop song out. Right. The only thing I ask in return. Because I like pop music. The right. only thing I ask in return is it's upbeat. I don't want to be hearing a love song. Okay, yeah, that, that's nice. I don't yeah, want you yeah, yeah. sat on a stool. No. I want you up. I want you up and about. Otherwise, I'm out of it. I'm not doing it. I'm I want you, you're out using your young legs. I want you using all of your young legs. Yeah. And so, yeah. someone like you, if you're doing karaoke in a small room, with, I'm assuming there's four or five people there, I'm presuming. Is there more people than that there? Uh, it's about, about, about that. Well, maybe about six or seven. Yeah. And then if you're sat there while someone else is doing it, and say it's a partner of a friend and you don't know them that well. Yeah. Where are you? Where are you? You specifically? Where are your eyes going? Because what do you, you mean? I think you'd find it awkward. Uh, no, I think karaoke you have to uh, maintain and create a level of drunkenness that that, that you don't normally reach. I would say. Were you successful in that? Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and is that why you went to the, the paint shop with your in your hoodie the next day? <laughs> I was so pleased with going to the paint shop and they they gave me um, trade discount because I because I was dressed as a dad. Dads get trade discount. A bigger boy. Bigger boy. I look like a bigger boy. Bigger boy recognises a bigger boy. Bigger boy, exactly, yeah. Um, Speaking of which, do you want to hear something funny about my house? You'll you'll like this. Um, So Evan's decorated... You were away for a bit because it was just inhospitable for a week. I went last week, yeah. I went away last week because of um, of that. And I was planning on doing that as a bit of content on Monday's show, so we can't do that now. Right, Um, okay. I'll talk about my trip later. Okay. Um, But they're they're decorating the house. They're decorating four rooms in the house. They're decorating um, spare room, bedroom, living room, hallway. Yeah. Which is basically the whole house. Which is the kitchen room and the dining room, which are both small, so there's nowhere to go. Mm. Anyway, so in the kitchen, uh, the Wi-Fi I have access to said, this, I'm going to give you a bit of context here. We used to have a fridge that you could put magnets on. Right. So we went through a phase of everywhere we went somewhere, we'd get a magnet. And yeah. you used to kindly get us one as well, mm. if you went away on holiday and you'd bring us back a magnet. It was great. And then we moved into a fitted fridge, which had no magnetic thing. So what? 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 It's completely plastic on the front. Like it didn't No, have it's, any... like, it's like a built-in one. Do you know right. what I mean? Oh, uh, so the doors, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. um, uh, your eyes really lit up there at the, the technological innovation of a plastic fridge. <laughs> a plastic Ooh, fridge. That's, that sounds good. Wow. Um, already Googling. Um, 
So, so, and, and the Wi-Fi I've access to said that, you know, this is great. This is like a story of all the trips we've been on, so mm. we should keep it. So mm. she bought a big magnetic strip yeah. that's stuck on the wall of this quite aggressive adhesive, right? And then, <laughs> this that's was, like coming off. This was a few years ago. Yeah. Anyway, um, the other day, she said, I'll take that off because we want to use that space of the wall space because the kitchen's small. Yeah. We need to use that wall space mm. and put them on the extractor on the, above the oven. They'll stick on there. Nice. Look good. Like that. That's a good idea. So yeah. I did that. Cracker. I, I took the magnets off, put it on there. When it came to pulling the magnetic strip off, mm. it was fucking impossible. Yeah. And I, end, <laughs> I ended up pulling it off and it was like, okay, this is going quite badly. Yeah. And it's taking out cement out of the wall. As I was pulling it off, the, the very. The exceptionally talented decorator who's in the house came into the kitchen to wash the brushes and just saw me pulling paint off the wall <laughs> like I was the anti-decorator <laughs> and like I was doing some kind of statement. Obviously, they also have nah, nah. they also have quite poor English, yeah. so they could only see it as some kind of like demonstration of like you problem. A, yeah, here's a lack of respect for your trade. Just pulled it off, ended up pulling all the plaster off. Oh and, no! And then, and then he gave me a look like. Well, I ain't been paid to do that bit, yeah, so I'm not yeah, doing yeah, that. Yeah. You, you're and stuck you went, with that you now. You do now. You yeah, pointed yeah. everyone. You <laughs> yeah. do now. Exposed concrete look in your kitchen. It's great. So that was <laughs> that was like a Larry David moment. Nice. And, I, and there was nothing to stop me waiting until they went home to do it. Yeah. I could have just waited. Yeah, but I didn't yeah, think. But and I heard the footsteps and I thought, oh God, fuck's sake. So actually, I was on the phone to LC uh, yesterday saying, LC, when you come over in the summer, I've got a job for you. And he loves it all. So he was like, yeah, okay, great, I'll do that. Anyway, that's was, what I, I've been doing. I'm, like, I had such a fucking ordeal with some rising damp. We spoke about it on the show before. Oh, yeah. Oh, by but the way. It's all, it's all done now. It's all fixed so up. So Al, but... our listener friend Al, yeah. wants an update on your rising damp issue, please, because he says he thinks he has a similar problem. Yeah, we're in a... Uh, I had to drill these little kind of like um, rising damp dealing with um, sort of chemical sticks into the wall yeah, um, I never had I them to, fight to fill they're good they're good they worked and they dried out all the plaster and it didn't look like we were going to have that problem for a little while anyway um, and uh, I had to bloody put more mortar in between the bricks because the last um, person who had the house presumably just put fucking wood in it he just, he just saw a hole just got a bit of wood like a little shiv and just shoved it in there and so I filled it filling that in there and then um, where the plaster comes out I had to sort of Get, I had to re-plaster it, and I've never plastered before. I've done an all right good job. I've done an all right job. Yeah. Um, and then uh, on top of that, find uh, get the, some paint mixed that were exactly the same paint. And fair play to the Crown fucking paints people. They managed to match the paint almost you're not, perfectly. You're not a fire and ball man, though. <laughs> it's a bit, bit out of my pressures. But um, but then it was all, you know, I sanded it down and painted it, and uh, then... Put the put the um put the um, skirting board back on the wall, and then I had to cork that, and then and then someone walked in and said, "What are you doing in my house?" <laughs> like, oh, I've got the wrong fucking house again. But it looks absolutely spotless. I'm really, pl- really pleased. With the, really pleased with the performance. I'll send you one. Did you take a photo? Like, did you do a photo before photo? Pre, yeah, I did, did before, Great. and I'll give you an after. Send right. them, send those to Big Rory, and Lovely. we'll put them up there because right, we've cool. had genuinely had quite a lot of listeners asking about how it's going. Yeah, but these sticks you buy, I forget what 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 they uh, are, but they are basically sticks you put in the wall, and they they basically, if you do them in a line, they basically uh, their chemicals just kind of like with a capillary action, just kind of um, get in all of the holes in the mortar, um, spreading out in a line, and it's basically like a a chemical damp proofing course. That's awesome! It's great stuff. It's the things I can do. These I days, like it. Um, maybe if um, Brusher Mills had that in his heart, he wouldn't have uh, had the problems he had. Anyway, yeah. let's have a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to do some battery brands because it's a Thursday, of course. Um, I don't know if we'll get to the emails, but we've got some good ones. So maybe we'll get to the right. emails on Monday, but we'll do cool. whatever we can the other side of this.
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And we're back with the second half of Thursday's edition of the Luke and Pete Show, sponsored by Dry Rod Damp Proofing Rods 10-Pack, the next-generation rising damp treatment from the makers of Dry Zone. So that annoys me because I have not paid for that. <laughs> They I'll have pay for that. I've not even got freebie, freebies. We're giving them money I know. for sponsorship. Terrible. Now. But yeah. it worked. Well done, them. Yeah. It's, you know what? It's rare in life that you buy something that fucking works, isn't it? It's getting more Completely. rare. Completely. It's getting more rare. I was rare. thinking this the other day. I was thinking to myself, um, you just go outside, wherever you live in the UK, if you're in the UK. Mm. I can't speak to other countries, but in the UK. <laughs> step outside, look around you. Yeah. What works? Everything's shit. Yeah. Where's all the money gone? <laughs> Where's all the fucking money going? I, I read. I, I had a terrible combination where I, I read a news um, headline that said that Britain is the sixth biggest something economically in the right. world. Willy. Yeah, sixth biggest it's economic willy in the world, right? right. And I walked outside, fucking, our road is closed because of potholes and fucking Thames water. I'm sorry. Right? <laughs> Your running battle with Thames water amuses me I, terribly. I, I just, they're, like, they're like the, the Death Star. I just don't think it's normal. It's not been normal in the 20 years I've lived in London to walk through London mm. and just see water spouting out yeah. of the ground the with only... a Thames water barrier around it saying, we're working on this. The only people who are investing in the infrastructure of the nation is fucking uh, fibre broadband companies yeah. who are just putting up fucking telegraph poles left, right and centre, probably... whether people want them or not. And they're probably just smashing the water pipes and they're doing it. <laughs> is it Clarkson of me to talk about Thames water all the time? It's a bit Clarkson energy, I don't know, it? but I just th- it's, it's funny that um, Thames water is such a big water company and they just seem to be... It's like the, they're like the canoe man of canoeing. 
And I talk about the canoe man being the best canoeist and uh, being the most famous canoeist in the world, but also the worst canoeist in the world because he technically drowned. So, like, he. And also more famous than you from Hartlepool. Yeah. You, you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever, so, yeah, doubly annoying. You'll yeah. only just ever sneak yeah. on the podium because of Jeff Stelling, canoe man. Yeah. And then you're third, basically. It's when we got on the plane back from um, Miami and David Cameron was, was on the plane. I was like, well, you know, Sarah, Sarah's not getting in the newspaper with that. No, if it goes no down, way. if it goes down, no, you probably no. Get, would you get would you get a li- line at the bottom of the story? Probably, I wouldn't get anything. It'd, get anything. It'd, it'd, be, it'd be it'd be absolute radio DJ Sarah Champion, and was also on board. I was also on board. Absolute radio DJ Sarah Champion and partner, and partner. Were, all, were also thought to be on board. Thought that's to what be. you get. Yeah, that's yeah, what you yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. carry on. Cool. You can't remember what you where, said. Where are we? Thames Water. Just, to, to, just, I just think they're 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 the most famous water company, and they seem duty bound not to keep any of the water in the pipes like, yeah. which is bare yeah. minimum yeah it's like a child eating a dinner like nothing's yeah. on the plate nothing's, nothing's in the, the mouth plate. it's all on the floor and not in the taps and without before we get onto the batteries I just want Where to say where's your water going I, I just want to say this lost and ungodly it's gone back to the earth if you privatise an industry yeah. the whole point of the privatisation <laughs> is to engender competition yeah. among customers being able to choose mm. who they want to buy the water from mm. effectively in yeah. this situation the competition is the thing that makes the efficiency better yeah if doesn't you privat- know, it? it just doesn't well, it just if, hasn't but if you privatise it yeah. and there's only one company doing it which is basically what Thames Water is yeah. if you live in London you can't get your water anywhere else yeah that's, that's it yeah. you've, you've essentially taken the only good thing about privatisation away yeah let's, let's, have, let's have some Trent water do you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see the water people, the water workers, the water boys, go on strike. Pull <laughs> the moon. Just join the gang. Yeah, get, just, on just get on strike. What are you striking for? Nothing's happening. <laughs> we want to be paid more. We want the water to stay in the pipes. Naughty water. Pay them in water. Pay them in <laughs> bottles of water, which I've had to fucking walk down to the end of my street to get on four occasions I've been living in that fucking house. Anyway, okay, batteries. Batteries, good. Yeah, they're always trustworthy. Um, unless you're in cold weather. Uh, hello, lads. <laughs> uh, after visiting my mother, she gave me a box of electronics that I used to uh, have in my whole old room. Before bringing them to be recycled, I checked the brands and found these gems. Hope some of them make it into your prestigious list. Uh, this is uh, Richard Hamstra. Hello, uh, Richard Hamstrad. Um, we've Richard got Hamstra. Uh, Great. Smidge. Just gave him an extra D there. Uh, AXA Alkaline Power Triple A. Um, well, so we're going to go for a whole list here. I guess we? so. We've got. Do you want to just pick out a few? Because it's it's very greedy, isn't it? Really. Yeah. AXA Alkaline Power. We've got Gamma Alkaline 1.5 Volt. We've got Craft Double A's Energies Turbo Teddy Power Double A's, which is a lot of fun. Well, you've uh, read them Blitz, all now. Triple A. Yeah, I've, I've read them all. But it looks like uh, Rory's only gone through them and basically checked whether they are new players. And and the vast proportion of them actually are new players. Don't show people on the curtain. They think I'll do an important job <laughs> Well, you usually you. do, but I think... I'm the, doing them the, now. I think the size of this particular job was uh, was just way too uh, large. Um, but I, it sounds very much like Kraft, Energy's Turbo, Gamma, AXA and Teddy Power and Blitz. So I can uh, confirm, I can is. confirm, AXA, Alkaline Power are new players. Right. Gamma, okay. Alkaline... 1.5 volt on new players. Okay. Craft yeah. AA on new players. So he's three out of three so far. Yeah. Energies AA are not new players. Mm-hmm. So that's a no. So he's three out of four. Turbo AA, I'm just checking those now, are also new players. So okay. that's four out of five. Teddy Power, spelled T E D I, I believe. Power. I'm checking those right now. This is real time stuff. This is yeah, action. Good. They are also new players, so that's five out of six. And Blitz AAA are, finally for now, not new players. So, let's have a game on the Teddy Power. 
Five out of seven. <laughs> five yeah. out of seven. Five out of seven ain't bad. It's remarkable. It's remarkable stuff. I wonder when all of these batteries were in service. And I think your Alex Turner impression there was actually fairly good. Yeah. There's a band apparently that um, do. Why well don't Richard? There's a band. Oh, I wish I knew. I wish I knew what the band. Oh, I do. I do know. What you the always band do this. Is. You go. What's that band? And it always What's turns out to be like the, the fucking Beatles or something. Check out the band. The 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 Ratons. R E Y T O N S. They're awful. They they they're funny the way that they're doing the Arctic Monkeys, though, isn't it? It's what, very funny. What's interesting, so this is the band, for those who don't know them or know about it, and as far as I'm aware... I didn't know anything about them. I've seen a small clip of them, which is unfair of me to judge all of their oeuvre, because yeah. then I had a look on YouTube and I saw some of their oeuvre, and I was like, wow, this is terrific. So the music's not very good, um, in my view, but they've done what they've done, rising to the top of the album charts, I believe, in the UK, without, oh, any, they, right. without any radio play or label support. Or anything okay. like they're doing, they're basically yeah. doing what the Arctic Monkeys threatened to do on a far lower scale. <laughs> yeah. While essentially, I guess, doing a poor version of the Arctic Monkeys, I suppose, is what mm. you're alluding to, isn't it? I think so, yeah. But it's weird because the support they have got has come from some quite big people on Twitter, like um, James O'Brien, randomly, who I think who I think likes the idea of what they're doing. Right. He's supporting them. Okay. And he's, he's got like a million Twitter followers or whatever. And they're able to do the things that, all the things you'd look for, when, you know, when I worked in music back in the day, the things that the A&R people would look for would be like, what, it was, what was interesting was that a lot of the bands, because that was around the time when bands were massive, weren't they? It was like a big yeah. indie thing. And what I think indie bands thought was important was, can we look good? And can we do you know, songs that people like? But actually, what was the most important thing to A&R people in my experience was, they would just go to that band's hometown and say, can they sell out the biggest venue in their hometown? Yes. And if the answer to that's no... They're just, they're just, they're just they don't, they're not interested. No, right. Not, not fucking, not worth it. It's no yeah. point. What's the point? Um, and the ratings have done that very, very well mm. from what I can see, but it's not really my cup, cup of tea. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking 42 for God's sake. Yeah. The only thing that could um, make them le- less cool would be for me and you to start liking it. <laughs> oh, and, and you know our friend Noah who sent us the battery daddy, by the way? Yes. He's sending us some prime. Oh, he really didn't have to do I that. I told him that. I said to him, that's very you kind don't have to do this, Noah, but he insisted upon Noah. it. So that's incoming. That's inbound. Noah and the Whale of Kindness. Noah and the they whale. burn bright, didn't they? Noah. That song. Five years, Five years time. time. Yeah. yeah. Took my girlfriend at the time to go see them at the Roundhouse. Roundhouse? Yeah. We're in the Roundhouse? Which I think is probably the best live venue in London. Uh, I think it's very good. When I saw Phoenix play there, they did that cool thing with the big sheet. You know oh, yeah. when bands do the big sheet and then they and they start and it drops and it's like, yes, the big sheet is down. Now the gig can commence. I think every gig should have that. Yeah, but I it's just a, it's an event, isn't it? It is an event. I think they should have several sheets. They should introduce one person each time. They like yeah. the lead singer. Should, no, the drum. Mm, so it's like a this? three ply should like a big old toilet paper. Exactly. So you t- it's like the, the the dance of the seven veils or whatever. <laughs> like you get you'll get one sheet down, one sheet down, one sheet down until the whole band are revealed. So the band have to polyphonic stand. spray is going to take a whole gig. <laughs> yeah, and they're wearing sheets. Famously. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the band have to stand in depth. Yes. So yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, so the first sheet comes down yeah. and there's one member. Yeah. And they're doing their thing. The problem is you got, you're always going to start with the lead singer, aren't you? Or the maybe the lead guitarist. It's kind of like Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised you went to go and see Phoenix. Why? I just I don't want I try Jacutla Phoenix. As Pete, as as ever, I'm now trying to think of a way of saying something that doesn't make me sound like a massive snob or okay. a bully. All right. Your music taste is generally quite poor. <sighs> it's just not very eclectic. Every gig you go to you're thinking, I wish this was... I wish this was a take my Sunday. I wish was... <laughs> actually, I don't, actually, I don't. They're, they're notably awful at their jobs. Uh, what about... Uh, do you know, 
so obviously the Wi-Fi I've access to is a massive pop punk fan. Mm. And when we drove back from our trip uh, last week, she was on the DJ uh, yeah. reigns and we had uh, New Fan Glory. Like yeah, them. nice. Uh, we had Fall Out Boy. Yeah, after your time, no, maybe. After, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. We had, um, they were, but they were Dropkick Murphys. I mean, like, they, they, I yeah. mean, I would say that the first two they were massive in American America College Radio kind of yeah. vibes. You know what I mean? So, like, absolutely huge. One thing that's interesting to me about that kind of music around that. So, so I know we're going to, we're going to cross a few a few years here, really. So I'm mm. not being that specific, but I always think that whenever I hear American emo pop of that nature, mm. particularly. Maybe, is it particularly New Fan Glory? Maybe not. But anyway, they've all got their own little fucking things because, of course, like, Fallout Boy are much more emo than, say, New Fan Glory are a lot more pop punk and some 41 are even poppier. And, and, and if Dropkick and, Murphy's a kind of Irish Celtic punk. Yeah, yeah, like but, old school. But they all sound in aesthetic and energy exactly the same to me as 100 Reasons. Do you remember 100 Reasons? Yeah, I remember 100 Reasons. Who were around like yeah, 10 yeah, years yeah. before from like Farnham and Surrey. Yeah, but they were aping the same, they were aping New Found Glory, they are aping those kind of bands, you know what I mean? Yellow Card and things like that, the bands were around, around at that sort of time. So Yellow, they, so they Yellow were Card were that early, were they? Yeah, Yellow Card were out for ages. And, and I thought the 100 Reasons were basically mimicking a lot of the hardcore emo scene like At The Driver and stuff like that, which was mm. even earlier. Yeah. Anyway, it's just something I think about. I, I, think with, I think if you watch the really good Instagram account that I'm always sending you stuff from is um, uh, catatonic youths who yeah, just, fi- who just that, find yeah. the worst music around and they've pop punk people have really kind of like everyone knows how to produce that music now and they know how to produce it in such a uh, mathematical and precise way it's like the Japanese bands of like the 90s that could just ape a sound and do it beautifully I and like effortlessly but, but yeah but, but there's something a little bit lost there in, in translation in that it's too mechanical and it's too uh, methodical and it's too um, forensic but like the, these these young kids in, the, in their in their um, basements with their fucking massive amounts of LED uh, arrays and, and, and studio level microphones and stuff like that they're d- filming themselves doing like like everyone's doing the same cover of the same thing they're doing the new Sam Smith song they're doing Running Up That Hill they're doing yeah. every fucking song that is popular on TV and they're doing covers of it and they're going hey guys imagine if and they start it in exactly the same way imagine it's if Kate Bush was emo yeah imagine yeah. if Kate Bush was emo let's go and then they go <laughs> running up there here running up there. it's and, fucking and it, bollocks it's terrible but and it, I love that kind of music but, and it's Bollocks. But part of you does go, oh, his voice is actually quite good. Oh, they're, they're amazing. Singers. They're always good singers and the, and the production is always, fantastic, but it's, it's always just turd. It's always a bloke who's grown out of emo but refuses to move on as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 I, 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 they, they're so good at it and so shit at it at the same time. To have those chops and to turn in such a fucking method, methodical forensic performance. Really, just... really good quality HD camera as well. <sighs> anyway, just on that note... Pete's grumpy now, grumpy and, it's, now. and it's all of our fault. So yeah. let's get out of here. We will be back on uh, Monday mm. um, for, for, for more of this. I probably will run you down a couple of the things I've got up to in the Lake District, Peter. Cool. Yeah. Try and stay awake if you can. I'd well. be much appreciated. <laughs> okay. uh, and we'll, I'm sure we'll find plenty of other stuff to talk about as well. In fact, actually, as I mentioned the first half of this episode, we have got some really good um, uh, emails, right. particularly pertaining to near-death experiences in E-mails. the sea. And, yeah, and um, someone with a weird microwave flex which is actually quite interesting. So stick around for that on Monday. Have a great weekend. At Luke and Pete Show on social media. Hello at Luke and Pete Show on the email. Or hello at LukeandPeteShow.com, I should say, on the email. Uh, and we're around on social media individually as well. You can find us should you so wish. All right, guys. Uh, imagine if uh, the Luke and Pete Show wasn't on anymore. Bye.
Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.